The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? It's familiar, but not too familiar, but not too Hello, everybody. Welcome to My Brother, My Brother, Me, an advice show for the modern era. I'm your oldest brother, Justin McElroy. Uh, and boy, do we have an exciting, exciting way to kick off the show this week. Uh, I'm your middlest brother, Travis McElroy, before Justin just skips all the way over me. Yeah, I'm the baby brother, Griffin McElroy. And it's been a few episodes since I've said my name because I feel like this shit really just runs off the rails pretty mm-hmm. much as soon as we start. Um, yeah. So thank you for the opportunity. Yeah. So this is a formal world exclusive uh, we have obtained through some unscrupulous methods um, a leak track off the uh, the Daf- da- Daphne Punk. Is that what you said, Griffin? Daphne mm-hmm. Punk. Yeah. Do you know the name of that album? Can you just just the title isn't even out there. It hasn't I think searched. it's called Daphne Punky Brewster. Okay. <laughs> now, Griffin, you got a sorry Daft Punk. I'm reading my cue cards here. Daft Punk. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is. Can you tell us a bit about the track we're going to be hearing? Sure. So Daft Punk is a. They're one of those bands, sort of like extreme music, that mm-hmm. just does uh, songs for commercials, for uh, you know, like for the Gap. There was that uh, that one Gap commercial where the girl from uh, Cape Fear just sort of danced in her jeans and was having a good time, and then the two friendly robots came along and, and just like played her a song for her to enjoy the jeans in. Would I have heard them on Echoes with John D. Libertas? Um, were there Gap commercials that ran interstitially? Almost exclusively. <laughs> okay. Well, then, yeah, probably, if, okay. if it was, like, mid-2000s. All right. Let me just push uh, – let me get the cart here. I don't know. Pop it in to the old uh... – okay. It's all loaded up. Is it eight tracks? Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, and I'm just pushing play. <laughs> Bring the beat. Gonna fuck the beat. Oh, yeah. Oh. Bring the beat. We're gonna fuck the beat. That's what a robot voice sounds like. Do you have some oil? Do you have some oil? Oil? Do you have some oil for my robot legs? My fingers are USB drives, and we are gonna dance all night long today. What they really, emotions? They make sure to like really specify when the dancing is gonna take place. <laughs> From 7 p.m. to 1 a.m. We're we going to get a solid chunk of time. <laughs> Do you want to dance before you'll be electrocuted? <laughs> we are your dance lords. Just a reminder, we have to be out of the rec center by 10. <laughs> Music ordinances kick in at 10.30. Please so buy a CD. That's their new or CD. Or a t-shirt. Or a Bible. <laughs> It's pretty good. Pretty good goofs. Man, guys, I think Daft Punk has lost a step. I've never heard their music before, but I can't imagine it wasn't better. Or or is it edgier than it's ever been? That's a good point. Their formula is really just say a bunch of verbs. (laughs) Just say a bunch of verbs or adjectives just back to back to back. And it's like solid. How are they with gerunds? 
gerunds, <laughs> texting, walking, running, looking. I would listen to that song. It's basically Schoolhouse Rock Live with a vocoder. <laughs> so let's uh, let's actually help some people this week. Um, thank you first before we go any further. Thank you to everyone who helped us to to crush our maximum fun drive goals. Uh, to those of you who are donors, new donors. Thank you so much. We're sure you're enjoying the show in a sort of uh, a, a much more appropriate way than you ever have before. Or perhaps you are placing more scrutiny upon us than has ever you've ever decided to oh. to expend. All sales are final. Well, they're not final. You can, I mean, you can. can it's a monthly recurring thing. All so. sales are okay. final. All right, cool. Um, let's let's answer some advice. Also, thank you guys so much, and thank you to Daft Punk. Thank you for coming on the show. Thank you. I recently visited a college that's five hours away with a friend from school. He had been planning the trip for weeks and had intended to go alone. He invited me to accompany him at the last minute. On the way home, he was very clear that he expected gas money from me. He knows I don't have a job. Am I a freeloader for not feeling that I should pay for something that he has been prepared to pay for himself for weeks? That's from Possible Cheapskate in Chesapeake and Friend of Friends, first off. That is a great name for your, you're so lucky that your region dovetailed grammatically so well with Cheapskate. Secondly, that sucks. Yeah. yeah. He he uh, he did a little rope-a-dope there. Well, let's answer some, because there's so many variables, right? There's so many variables. Where were you going? Were you going to Chicago? Were you going somewhere cool that you sort of... Did did you enjoy the trip in any way? Because if it was just a favor for your friend, then fuck that guy. But if you got, you know, if you went there for a destination hot dog, then like you got something out of the experience. That, yeah, maybe you should have to pony up. A well, bit. well, here's the thing. I would say that if there was no discussion beforehand about splitting gas, if he was just like, hey, I'm headed up to, you know, Syracuse. You want to go? Like, yeah, I think that in most situations there is an implied like i'll help out with gas but if it was never discussed you're not you're not obligated oh it's so tough it is tough and like luckily this is the kind of thing that like when you get a little bit older and at you and hopefully you and everyone you know becomes a little bit more financially secure things like this and things like splitting the check just sort of stop being a problem or at least as big of a problem Mm -hmm. but i mean if he knows that you don't have any money how do you not know what your friend's financial statuses are and then not put them in a situation that makes them uncomfortable? Yeah. Yeah, general rule. Hey, everybody out there, as it's getting to the time of year when everyone's going on spring break together and college uh, visits and everything, state to your friends beforehand, like, hey, I'm going to need you to pony up some cash afterwards. Yeah. And don't do it like you're going to break their knees because they got a free ride. But sure. he was doing a favor. I mean, this should have been obvious. Like... You were obviously doing him a solid by going on this trip and not making him go alone to to go college hunting, which would be a bummer. Also, side note, this guy's going to move five hours away. Mm-hmm. That $20 isn't going to move five hours away. That $20 <laughs> is just going to be gone. Yeah. So I think that if he wants to sever your friendship, that's that's his problem. He also totally invited you. So it's a little sketchy to be like, hey, you want to go with me? Oh, by the way, now that you want to come, it's going to cost you. By the way, if you're going to split gas money, 
you got to do it tank by tank. And every, you fill up one tank, he fills up the other tank. If you're going to split it, that's how you do it. Mm-hmm. You don't fill up all the tanks and say, let me let me crunch some numbers real quick. <laughs> you do some mileage calculations. Let me see it. With the mileage and the juice, you now owe me 65. Large. 65 large. It's 65000 $65, It took. It, I drove there on plutonium. Purest <laughs> plutonium. What a dick. <laughs> My car is fueled by Justin Bieber's fingers. So that is that is Why? very pricey. Why is it his fingers? Did you it's see pricey. that fool? Did you see did he that? He did the funniest thing. The fucking, the fucking... Travis, did you see this? No, what was it? Okay. I only find the exact quote. Hold on. He... So Justin Biebs visited the Anne Frank house like like you do. Um, uh-huh. Is this where your friend took you? For five hour drive, because that's like we're gonna I'm go saying, to Anne Frank University. That's a destination hot dog. You're gonna love it there. Um, he went there and he had such a great time. It's very meaningful. It's a very it's a stirring experience. One is struck at the Anne Frank Museum, um, and being so struck, Justin Bieber picked up pen, put it to the guest book, and wrote, "Truly inspiring to be able to come here." Anne was a great girl. Hopefully. She would have been a believer. <gasps> Hopefully, that almost sounds menacing, doesn't it? Yeah. Like, if she ho- knows what's oof. good for her, if she wasn't a believer, fuck that broad. If Couldn't. she walked the true and honest path, then my love would have protected her. Do you know what I think she would not have actually been a fan of? Anything that emitted any kind of sound whatsoever that may betray her position. She was a discreet young woman, and and I think that you screaming the word baby, like some sort of shrieking mandragora, would would fucking put her sort of off a little bit. The man wears giant sunglasses and gold gloves. Like, Mm -hmm. she's trying to keep a low pro. She's trying to skirt it under under the raid, and you are about as above the raid as there possibly is. Plus, she could she wouldn't be able to help herself from screaming and just yeah. grabbing at you, grabbing at your gins. We're getting off topic. We're getting off topic for the first time ever. No, but I, this is a be- this is a legitimately shitty move. Um you you weren't going you were going to try to help him out. You were certainly like not this was not like a sh- a shared yeah. buddy trip. I mean I, I, mean, think, unless, I like, think that he, unless you're thinking about the college too, in which case like I mean, I guess, but even then, it seems kind of weenery. I mean, because I it wasn't really discussed beforehand. Like he yeah. blew it. You know, if he wanted that to be part of the arrangement, he yeah. should have brought it up before. Yeah. I think that you are well within your rights to not necessarily be like, uh, "No, fuck you. I'm not giving you half the money." But to say, "Listen, man, I don't have that money, but now I owe you a favor for the ride, and I'll hit you back later." You know what I mean? And then it'll probably just drop and never be a thing again, anyways. You gotta kill your friend. You gotta kill your friend. You gotta kill your friend. Man, we haven't dropped one of those in a while, have we? Listen, I've been watching a lot of Justify, and when you don't got that money, you gotta kill him. You gotta either kill him or like you gotta trick somebody into getting the money for you from some bank that apparently has been robbed eighteen times. The whole reason we have that Bob Ball disclaimer at the top of the show. Thank you, Bob Ball. Is so we can advise people to kill people as a joke, and then we can't get sued for it. And we are squandering that. Hey, can I tangent off for a second, you guys? Sure. Uh, sure. I saw a commercial last night 
you know those pass it on commercials where it's like integrity, pass it on, you know, sportsmanship, sure. pass it on. I saw one. Those are for Scientology, right? Yeah. I saw one last night where like a teacher is in a classroom, right? And it's all these middle school students and it's she's given a test and the kid starts passing a note. So she rolls over, like pins down the note with her ruler and all the kids are like, oh, and she opens the note and it says, let's not cheat. And <laughs> And she like looks at the kids and nods, and the title comes up: "Honesty, pass it on." The, conspi- Wait a the conspiracy is off. <laughs> abort, abort. <laughs> but like, is the phrasing of that note not something that the teacher would go? Wait, hold up. Wait. So like, until this moment, it was down. <laughs> like, oh, you know what? On second, I, guys, let let's not cheat. What a wonderful way of casting dispersions on <laughs> your seatmate. You want right. to pass him a note as I on second I, actually I don't know despite what, it means. what you said. <laughs> I don't know what he's talking about. Sure. No, I will not gay kiss your wiener. <laughs> Let me see that note. No, I will uh, not gay kiss your wiener. Honesty, pass it on. Todd. Todd. This is an all girls school. You're an absurdist comedian. <laughs> I think you're fantastic. I think you're great. Todd. I love your work. Like a young Andy Kaufman. You want to yell here? <laughs> Yeah, please. Uh, this Yahoo. Oh God, it's the Ira Ray show this week. Um, hold on. Are you, I'll are, give it. I'll okay. give it to you. I'll give you the fucking prompt. Okay. This Wait, Yahoo was sitting by. I want to make sure I'm ready. This. Oh. Were so, you gonna warn me beforehand? I'll say is I'll say the only prompt that you have, that we know that you've come to know, the relationship that we built. I wasn't gonna betray that. This Yahoo okay, was. Thank you. But this Yahoo was sent by Ira Ray. Wait, I, w- I wasn't ready. I'm done. Uh, thank you, Ira Ray. Just, just say, give, give it to me one this more This one's sent by Ira Ray. <laughs> Ira Ray, who wants to know? How did you do that? You're going to have to pass it. Can you pass me the tabulature to to that <laughs> song? Because it sounded like you played a J sharp. <laughs> it sounded like you played an R, R minor seventh. It also sounded a little bit like you were just giving him, like, in Western movies. Bum, ba, da, dum, bum, 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 bum. Thank you, Thank you. No, that's not it. Here it is. It's not gonna. See, are right. you IRA? Sure, 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 sure. <laughs> Thank you, IRA. It's by Yahoo Answers user Ferrix who asks. Please don't interrupt it because it's so good. Okay. How does one become the official Ronald McDonald? <laughs> I see that McDonald's uses basically one actor for all their media. And just out of curiosity, was wondering how one goes about applying to be the Ronald McDonald. Have checked out their website, and it is never a job position open. Not that I want to be him, but just was curious how someone would go about becoming. First of all, horseshit. Of course you want to be him. Mm-hmm. Obviously. He's, everyone does. Who, who in their right mind would fucking look up to see if that position was open if they weren't trying to fill it? And you know you want to do it for the ladies. Um, gentlemen, I have before me a list of all the actors who've ever played Ronald McDonald. They only use one at a time. Is this uh, is this for real? Yes. It's like Doctor I'm Who. Ask you skill skill testing questions about the actors who've played Ronald McDonald. First off, since 1963, how many actors do you believe have played Ronald McDonald? Twelve. Since 1963. Yeah. Six. Uh, incorrect nine. Oh, nine. Split the middle. We would have fucking had it, Travis. 
Let's work together on the rest. Okay. No, okay. Travis, wait. Let's not cheat. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to cheat anymore. I, pro- I I came up with the idea first, but let's abandon that. Let's abandon that prospect. Uh, I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you uh, four names. You're okay. gonna tell me uh, whether or not they were actual actor. The na- the actual names of actors that played Ron McDonald. Okay. Jack DePecky. Okay. Joe Magard. Okay. King Moody. Squire Friedel. I'm gonna say all are actual. All are real. Oh, King Jesus. Moody okay. played Ronald McDonald from the- 75 to 1984. With a name like that, you simply cannot have a bad day. I also imagine I want that to not be his like his Christian name. I want that to be like he was sitting there going, I just need something to set me apart from the other applicants. Or, like, his wife was like, man, you've why are you so down all the time, King Moody? And he's like, fucking <gasps> stop digging. You have struck gold, my lady. I also would point out how much Joe McGard sounds like, oh my god. Joe McGard! Joe McGard, you guys. Like, I am horrified of this person who walks into a McDonald's with, like, Ronald McDonald clown makeup and kit. He's wearing his Ronald McDonald glad rags, and he walks into a McDonald's like, here I am. Look no further. Look no further. You found me. Is this the audition zone? Is that what they call those? I'm ready to ace this thing. I'm ready to ace this audition in the audition Sir, zone. please get out of the ball pit. Why not? This is what this is what McDo does. This is what me, McMe, McDo. <laughs> he played the role. King Moody played the role for like seven years. It's insanity. Yeah. You know, I would like to see it like you see a list of like all the heavyweight champions where it's like King Moody versus blank. Because I think it's like a yearly thing. Someone steps up and they're like, I'm ready to be the new Ronald. And then you got to fight it out. And then eventually someone displaces and that's how they become the new Ronald. Who was the Ronald McDonald during our childhood? Uh, Well, it was mainly Squire Friedel, I guess, who was... Who had the the? Part Is there an from, active? Uh, there's not an active agent right now, right? He's sleep. He's a sleeper. <laughs> no, Brad Lennon is the active agent. What the fuck? I haven't seen a fucking Ronald McDonald in a commercial in a grip. I is he just? Really is like- he just the body that they did the cast of for the 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 statue that sits out on the bench with his arm around you? And then that you can- is actually a coffin made just for him. <laughs> <laughs> That's where he lies in wait. Um. Ready for the activation order. Actually, if you click on um, the bio of Brad Lennon right now, it takes you to the page for Ronald McDonald, which is a very sort of God. Dread Pirate Roberts I, uh, vibe that I enjoy. By the way, guys, I conducted a, a survey among our listeners uh, a couple of weeks ago, and they said their favorite thing is when Justin does internet on tape. When he does, <laughs> who has the time to read the internet when Justin can just read the whole thing to you? It's you everyone's know, someday favorite. I'm gonna get through the whole I, thing. IMDb is so deep, and it's like it would take me ages to read all of it. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Justin's got you for your car, for your kitchen, for your home. <laughs> I will read the internet to you anywhere, anywhere, anytime. Um, I hope to to high heavens. That McDonald's never does the thing that um, I feel like a couple places have done it. Wendy's is the latest transgressor where they take their mascot and they turn it into a real human being with mm. like real human being attributes and then have them talk about 
how fun their food is. Like Wendy's has. Are you talking about that red haired girl? It's a red haired girl, and she's like, a, but she's like a real girl now, and she's just like you know an attractive looking. But you know what's funny? 20s. I've never once seen a single Wendy's commercial though where she is called Wendy. No, but come the fuck on. There's clear. Well, no. Here's the troubling thing though about this commercial. There's also a Wendy's commercial airing opposite that one that features actual Wendy. Mm-hmm. And she's an overweight middle-aged woman, so that's yeah. got to be hard. That's got to be see weird. that they've like recast you as the person you are. They also have a Wendy's commercial in which the cartoon, you know, emblem of Wendy's speaks. Yeah, um, I don't like that either. So it's like a it's like a father, son, and holy ghost kind of thing sure. that they've got going on. That's really creepy. One now. of these Wendy's is going to do it for you. You will be able to <laughs> to beat it to one of these Wendy's. Um, I hope to Jesus. If you're a McDonald's executive and you're listening to this episode of the podcast, thank you for your patronage. But also, if you ever make a commercial featuring a Ronald McDonald who is not a clown, can you imagine like a hip reinvention of Ronald? He's like a he's like a 22 year old hipster that just like talks about how fun it is to eat chicken dippers. Well, I mean, he's <laughs> Carrot Top. Like, let if we bring him into the real, if we bring him out of Cool World and Even, into our world. <laughs> I referenced that movie the other day. I said the cartoon movie with Brad Pitt that wasn't Roger Rabbit, and people thought I was fucking smoking crack. (laughs) Um, I need to get with it. Get get with the program. How do you pick... Okay, so the question, the pressing question. Actually, how much... When they pick a pope... Oh, how do you become... They dig deep, right? Like, they Mm -hmm. have to get into his history... Uh, if you do you do that with the president when you're vetting your presidential candidate, right. like how deep do you have to go into the closet of the man who will be playing uh, the giant? Oh yeah, can I child befriending my, my opinion, my take on it? I bet it is like president vetting plus pope times three. Yeah. Oh, it's gotta be. Well, right? yeah, because it's- how how do you find a clown? Because I imagine they're looking for former clown experience. How do you find a clown that hasn't at least killed one kid? Mm-hmm. <laughs> how do you do that? How Good do you, luck. How do you thread Good that luck. needle? You can't thread that needle. You the two go hand. You gotta like Captain America it and just take like a normal guy who hasn't been a clown and then get Stanley Tucci to inject stuff in him. How do you think clowns know what kids find so funny? It's because they've cut them open. <laughs> they got inside there. <laughs> oh, this is getting dark. I don't um, know how Squire Fidel is so easily able to touch the heart of a child. Yeah, because yeah, he knows like he knows exactly where, the, where it exactly is. Exactly where the aorta is. Do you think starts. at this point he's Knight Fidel? <laughs> I hope so. Let's answer your question. I'm uh, fucking. Oh, one other out. note about Squire Fidel, super quick. He was the uh, he was the the Ronald McDonald in uh, Mac and Me. So okay. if so, you've seen Mac and Me, please turn to side two. <laughs> I knew that one though. Okay. I didn't know. You didn't know shit. <laughs> Mac and Me only made back half of the budget. Stop it! Office. Stop it! Please. <laughs> you want another question? Jesus. Not Macamy related and not from Wikipedia. Is that what you're telling me? Yes. At the college dorm in which I resided for the past semester, there is a shared set of washing machines and dryers for students' usage in the building basement. While my laundry is washing, I'll generally spend time up in my room or chatting with friends. However, if I'm away from my clothes for any amount of time, they are done in the wash. It's likely another resident will remove my clothes, place it on top of the washing machine, and set their own clothes to wash. This happens also when I use the dryer. 
and my friends have all attested to the same. Am I mistaken in thinking this is a violation of my right not to have my underwear viewed publicly and uh, touched by foreign hands, or am I just being oversensitive? What should I do to prevent this from happening again? Not a nudist in New England. There's a really easy solution to keep this yeah. from happening again, and that's fucking just stay. Let just take your shit out of the shit when it's done, because people are busy too. Other people are busy. I I would also ask the like kind of the one factor is it depends on the size of the laundry room. Is this like you guys share one set of washer and dryer, or there's like twenty sets of washer and dryer, and someone's just being an ass? I mean, it's obviously Wait, is your question. It's so. <laughs> Someone will see an empty washing machine, see a full one of your clothes, and say, "Well, fuck that guy." You know what? I at my college in my dorm, there was like, there were sets of washers and dryers that people just wouldn't use because they all had different opinions of like, "Oh no, it takes way too long to dry in those, and it won't get it all the way done, and that washer smells weird." And so yeah, there would be like people had favorite washers and dryers that they would do That's that. Fucking to. bonkers. It was. And then I saw one time, like, somebody put tennis shoes in a fucking dryer. Oh, and, like, oh, just destroy, how's that just destroy the how's dryer. That, how's that potpourri spreading? <laughs> yeah, let's heat these up. Let's get the funk out of these. And they, like, duct taped the, the dryer shut because, like, you know, it would knock the door open. Oh, it was the fucking God. stupidest thing. Um, uh, you are living under the assumption that everybody in your dorm is a pervert and that they will... They will like when they are taking your your poopy boxers out of the washer. They're like looking at them and just like, oh god, yes, this I is just it. what I, this is just how I wanted to spend my Tuesday is touching something that has touched a complete stranger's bung. This is just but, what I but needed. But even that sexual the sexual evidence has been erased by washing. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm. You can't even trick yourself into thinking there's some still and young. And they fresh. are soaking wet. Oh. There's there's it, young fresh bung butter on there somewhere. <laughs> oh god. God. Youthful, this is this is exactly what I butthole. Oh. If there's anything I love touching more than strangers' undergarments, it's when they're also moist. <laughs> Fuck. No, it's gross and it's kind of rude. And you did it. It's your and, fault. And you did Just it. Just go downstairs and wait to op- like wait to do that. Find because out how yeah, long. If, you're, if your complaint is, man, I hate waiting for my laundry to be done, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, everybody. Everybody does. Uh, you know what people also hate? Waiting to start doing their laundry. Waiting to wait for their laundry to be done because somebody left their shit in the shit. Just take it out. Set a that timer said, on your phone. That said, I'm going to tell you how to do it. Okay. And I've never done this before, but it occurred to me and I think it would work. And it requires that when you put your laundry in the machine, no one else is in there. Okay. You're going to pop a sign the same size as the window of the washer and dryer that says out of order. Oh. Okay. So when your shit is done and people come downstairs, they're like, oh, well, that one doesn't work. And they're going to leave your shit alone. Let's yeah. just hope they don't come in while it's It's operating. fucking functioning. Even then, even then <laughs> my point being that it will put a seed of doubt in their minds. And they're like, well, someone put their clothes in. But what if it is like, you're not supposed to, you know, burn their clothes there to like oh, make their I see clothes smell like dookie. Well, then li- why, don't you, why don't you put more, make it more specific or, and put a sign on it that says like, this is, this is super hot. It'll, it'll cook your clothes. Or if you just put a sign up on the dryer that just says, is a microwave. <laughs> Do you like that? That would be pretty good. The first time that you go to leave your your washing or drying unattended and you put jelly on the handle, 
then you wait. Um, <laughs> you wait. If you could, ideally, you would be waiting in an adjacent washing machine. You could just pop out the jelly. <laughs> Justin just fucking went through college with a bandolier of Vaseline around it, just dishing out justice. Like, you parked a little close to my car. Let me just... Seglorp? <laughs> Vaseline might be more pleasant, though. Like, if you have jelly on your hands, that's like your whole day. Yeah. Oh, syrup? Syrup? Oh. Syrup fucking forms a biofuse with your hand. It, it melds with your DNA. Or, like, poop? Come on, Trav. What? I... Come on. A logical conclusion. Come on. You're right. How do you get poop from your butt to the handle of the We were talking thing? about, Use like... Your brain. Like... Things you can put on pancakes and then you <laughs> just some jinx, man. Not not like they're gonna hide Not like fucking federal prison. God, for butt damn, stuff for butts. God, Trav. Fuck. Listen, I you feel really awful. Shot, you really shot the cannon indoors on this one, Trav. I feel awful. Yeah. Do you guys want Yahoo? Yeah, I do actually. Um. Oh, this is this is oh god, such a great segue. Uh, this one was sent in by Ira Ray. Are you Ira Ray? Who wants to know? It's by Yahoo Answers user Bob, who asks, How to hurt someone stole your money? Someone stole $20 from me, and I know they will try again. I was thinking of putting a mousetrap in my pocket, so the next time they try to take it, pop, ow. Yep. Should I do this? Couldn't backfire at all. Should I do Go this or something else to cause more harm? I want to have evidence, but I don't want to ruin my pants in the process. Maybe a needle? End in ideas? <laughs> what? End in any ideas? Okay, there. Okay, wait. Okay, so they had a tw- okay. So they had a twenty dollar bill in their pocket. They noticed the twenty dollar bill had gone astray, and they thought that what had happened was someone had reached into their pants pocket <laughs> and taken a twenty dollar bill out. This same person mm-hmm. has this sort of fundamental misunderstanding of just mousetrap physics or just physics it just spatial physics in general (laughs) unless you're wearing some fucking jinkos unless you're (laughs) unless you're sporting those jinkos you could put a fucking landmine you could put a claymore in those things and it would be fine some jinkos come with landmines (laughs) that's actually the best answer is by yahoo answers user fred who says go to walmart Buy duct tape and several PVC pipes, oil, and glass. Also buy a radio and a receiver. Put the oil and shards of glass inside the PVC pipes and close up the ends with duct tape. Once you do this, put a radio receiver on each PVP pipe. Use your radio to set off the pipes once you put them in and around his house. The result of this... That didn't make any... What? The result of this is that he will die. That's how you get back at him. Smiley face. Source... Ex-Marine. Yes! Oh, Ex-Marine, you've solved the problem so elegantly. Whiskey Tango Fox Trot. Hold on. We got a- Ex-Marine. Yeah. Ex-Marine. The one, the one ingredient you left out of your explosive device is any kind of explosive. Well, they said oil. So, like, you know how right. whenever you, like, are on a walkie-talkie and you send a message to one of your friends and it electrocutes them a little bit? Uh-huh. <laughs> Just a bit. And it's God fine. God forbid saw- they be anywhere near any kind of oil. I saw this happen on Mythbusters. It's fine. I think that if you are building uh, uh, a solution to a problem, if you're constructing a solution to a problem, chief among the requirement of the uh, for it to be a valid solution is that it does not kill you in the process. <laughs> and yeah. I think that 
you are really robbing Peter to pay Paul for this one, because you will die. Um, <laughs> what would be great, too, though, is if you destroyed his house, and he just barely survived and looked at you and was like, why did you do this? I'd be like, because you took that $20 out of my pocket. You mean That's the twenty dollars like stream response? Glass covered burning ash <laughs> across the highway. That used to be your asshole. <laughs> that was a full King Solomon. You just like destroyed it so neither of you could have it to prove that you love that twenty dollar bill more. Uh, the butt surgery you require, tragically, <laughs> is is going to cost much much more than that. And then and then after all said and done, you remember that like you loaned him that twenty dollars when you were drunk. Mm-hmm. I think you got to put a plastic bag in there, and you put some sort of some sort of material on there. That or just cover your twenty dollar in Vaseline. Yeah. Or maybe if there was God, if there was some sort of some sort of secure some sort of way to secure your wallet, like to your body that would look cool and also kind of mm-hmm. tough and sort of like let people know what kind of music you listen to. <laughs> what if the material you put in your pocket that gets on his hand is some sort of bioluminescent? marking fluid that mm-hmm. signals the drone strike attack. <laughs> this is, that is predicated on you also having access to drones. Ex-Marines. I yeah, also, though I would counterpoint you by saying that it's important that whatever solution you come up with costs less than $20. <laughs> they really, really can't emphasize this enough. Why don't you just I killed ca- him with this drone strike that cost me $20,000. Worth it. Or just start carrying around ten dollar bills, and then they get they go through all the work to pickpocket you, and they say, "What? It's a ten? And you turn around and say, "Enjoy, enjoy the ten dollar bill. It's half of the haul you thought. This isn't pretty good." Well, no, then you just turn around and go in this economy, and then you kick them in the face. Yeah, you say That's- <laughs> that doesn't fix anything. I got a soda outside of the HEB because I was just parched, and I put in two dollars for the dollar twenty five charge for the soda is a wild cherry pepsi so i was pretty excited it's it's rare that i treat myself to a wild cherry pepsi and the fucking machine spat out seven dimes and a nickel and i just (laughs) i swear to god i just turned and walked away from it i said nope that's gonna be some that's gonna someone's gonna enjoy that but it's that's not for me (laughs) seven dimes and a nickel that's not for me thanks Three quarters, oh, and then we can fucking talk about it. But what if you have big enough pockets, right? And you just converted a twenty dollars Jinko jeans into, into like <laughs> into dimes or like nickels, and like somebody went to pickpocket you, and they're just like, "What the fuck? I'm gonna be here all day." <laughs> I'd say an uh, element that would help to set this goof off if there was some coin smaller than nickels. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I didn't want to get ridiculous, okay, Justin? Two thousand pennies, you wouldn't be able to walk. Yes, you would, and your fucking Jinko jeans. It's like you haven't watched Dawson's Creek. You would have to triple belt it. Oh god. <laughs> Let's go to the money zone. See you stealing money. <laughs> Happy belated birthday to Adam Rhodes from Marlena. Uh, his B day was March first. You missed, it by, birthday, missed it by a bit. Missed it by you know a skosh. Here's the thing, though. This is not Marlena's fault. We done it, fucked up. What did we yeah. do? Jumbotron 5000. Our robot. <laughs> Our robot Jumbotron 5000 blew it. He had it. He was working on his new Daft Punk album, and he messed this one up. So <laughs> he lost track of time. We are very sorry about that. Running, walking, going to the store and buy. Oh, wait. Fuck. What day is it? Ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> shit. Oh, it's shit. Birthday. I missed ah, her fuck. birthday again. 
Is he gonna call and apologize? Of course not. No. This is this is that to us. the third member of Daft Punk is just a drunk deadbeat dad. <laughs> I forgot to fun. pick you up from soccer practice. Oh no. <laughs> Today, tonight, we will go getting ice cream from the Baskin Robbins at 7.30 after your sister gets home from ballet. This was a goldfish that I left in my van, and now it's dead. <laughs> but I thought you'd like it anyways. I thought you'd like it anyway. Either way, you learn about real life. <laughs> Uh, so, happy birthday to Adam. He's officially in his mid-twenties. He's an old man. And Marlena says she hopes that this year brings you a wonderful balance of success and fun. So, we are sorry that we messed this up by six weeks. Uh, I'm, I'm turning, very sorry. I'm turning 26 this week, and I was debating... Um, does what? I, yeah. Am I going to be in my mid or late 20s? Mid. Mid, mid. When does it cross over? Like 20. First three years is early 20s. Mid three years is mid 20s. Last three years is late 20s. Okay. You got an extra year there. Travis is telling himself that because he's about to turn 30. That's correct. Dirty 30, though. Yeah. yeah. Flirty 30. And I'm going to buy myself a Jumbotron message. Squirty 30? <laughs> no. No. Uh, Travis, we got any other messages? Yes. They're on the paper in front of you. I know that you know that there are. Do you want me to read them? Yeah, just one of them. Okay. Um, this next message. <laughs> Unless you can read two simultaneously. That would be a <laughs> I real can time try. This Go next ahead. message is for Calvin, and it is from Maria. And Maria wants to wish Calvin happy 30th birthday, Calvin. Calvin is my sexy, nerdy best boyfriend. Well, I, I hope he's also your only boyfriend. Yeah. Why? One with hope. Why aren't you down with. You know what? You're right, Griffin. In this day and age. I hope that she has several um, wonderful boyfriends, but Calvin is the best, hands down. Yeah, I mean, reg regardless of how it shakes out, that's kind of rude, I think. Calvin's the highlighter. He's on top. I bet he is. Six. <laughs> uh, he introduced her to uh, my brother, my brother, and me on a road trip from Vancouver to Montana. And you still bring this 30-year-old man to tears laughing. I think that's once to us. Oh. That's hard to tell. Semantically, I'm confused. Support for My Brother, My Brother, Me comes from Audible.com, provider of digital audiobooks and more. If you want to listen to it, Audible has it. With more than 100,000 downloadable titles, including fiction, nonfiction, and periodicals, you will find just what you're looking for. My Brother, My Brother, Me listeners might enjoy Packing for Mars by a friend of the family, Mary Roach, for a free audiobook of your choice and a free 30-day trial membership. Go to audiblepodcast.com slash mybrother. That's audiblepodcast.com slash all one word. My brother. Yeah, she's got a new book coming out. Uh, it's out, Sydney. I got it for Sydney. Oh, gulp, gulp, gulp. It, gulp. It's all about the things that happen. It's all about big beverages. Elementary canal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mary, this spring, Mary Roach gets refreshed. <laughs> Some people like Sprite, but I prefer Sierra Mist. Chapter two. <laughs> brace your brace your bladders. We're we're getting forty two ounces of learning into this chapter. Did you know you can drink things with your vagina? Chapter three. Speaking of which, there's only one way to get liquid in your vagina, I bet, and that's with a a toy from ExtremeRestraints.com. Not a toy. It's not a toy. You know what Why I mean? It a toy. A, a a screwdriver isn't a toy. It is a tool. That is that is used for a purpose to achieve a goal. 
It's all for play. It's all for Griffin, play. I've never once heard someone say, like, I'm going to go buy myself a new sex tool. Well, that's because they don't understand. Eh. The word toys appears no fewer than 13 times on the front page of restrictrestraints.com. I don't think you know what Well, they don't want to scare people off, but orgasms is work. You know what I mean? <laughs> hey, are you signed down do, for Omar. some sex work? Uh, com is an adult superstore. You might remember them from donating the lube you've been using if you're a Maximum Fun member, but now they're they've uh, they're they're coming for all of your holes uh, with things like the Zeus Deluxe Digital Power Box. I don't know what it does. I don't think it anyone like, does. I think but it is digital. It's it not looks a, like it's not a puzzle box that you solve and then pleasure demons come and tear your sack apart. <laughs> it is looks it? like an off-brand Taiwanese Game Boy. Okay. So I don't think it's that. It does have optional penis bands if you Okay, I'm getting it. Okay. <laughs> Starting to understand <laughs> the, sim- the how the simple machines interact. There's a pulley involved. You put your dick on a wedge. So thank you to ExtremeStrace.com. If you go to uh, the site and use the coupon code. What is it? What is it now? This is what sexy I was fucking Gar- afraid of. It's not Sexy Garfield. Sexy Garfield's been compromised. Sexy Garfield has fanny been compromised. T- fanny time. Fanny time. Fanny time. Fuck. And I did absolutely, 100%, someone uh, tweeted with MBMBAM and the hashtag fanny time. And I absolutely block them from the My Brother, My Brother, Me account and my personal account. Yeah. That mm-hmm. person is dead to me. I called out like four or five people. Yeah. Fucking and one person literally said, I just want to see if Griffin was paying attention. Like, what? We told you not to do that. Well, actually, jokes on, jokes on him. I definitely didn't see that one. So fuck <laughs> that guy. Seriously, guys, that's the worst. Please, hey, hey, guys, can you do me a favor and not do the opposite of this thing? Ah, internet. Fart. <laughs> it's the fucking it's the fucking internet equivalent of making armpit farts. So stop it. Okay. So stop it. Cut it out. Hi, I'm homosexual Brian Soffy. And I'm feminasty Aaron Gibson, and we host Throwing Shade, where we take a weekly look at all the issues important to ladies and gays and treat them with much less respect than they deserve. It's for gay people. It's for straight people. It's for ladies. It's for people who love to laugh, who love comedy, and love tragedy and love crime. And who hate drinking and driving because that's messed up. And don't text. Check out Throwing Shade. Subscribe for free in iTunes or go to MaximumFun.org. Uh, here's another question. Hey, Brothers 3. When I have a bunch of people over to drink at my house and I wake up before them in the morning, what am I allowed to do? Can I clean? Or do I have to stay as silent as possible? That's from the hungover host in St. Paul. What's at these parties that you're having? Why aren't we invited? Why aren't we invited? I like, to this, fucking... I like this question, by the way. I'm, this is me all over. I like to wake up early. I don't care if I am hungover. Yeah. I'll power through. Yeah. You know, you're actually, if you're hungover, you're more likely to wake up early. Um, no, you you clean. You clean. You don't worry about staying silent because nothing is better than like fucking tearing shit up and getting real raw and rowdy. And then you wake up in the morning to a fucking sparkling lemon fresh house. And if you can be the person that facilitates that, you're going to earn a lot of social capital among your friends. Well, I, would I, think act- th- well, I think they're asking, like, do I need to stay quiet so I don't worry about waking up no. my drunk, no. hungover no. house guests? No, because no. if they can't sleep through it, then they're not really hungover. It's a catch-22. <laughs> 
They must not have been that tired in the first place. Exactly. I feel like there's a certain amount of like unspoken social contract where it's like, hey, if you crash after we just have a wild party and trashes my house, if you crash on my couch, you help clean up the next day. Doesn't it seem a little passive aggressive though to awaken to the party host like, oh, oh. no, no, stay comfortable. <laughs> no, no, they're no, like no. running a dust buster over your dusty, crummy I'm cleaning frame. up yourself, no. mess. You did, don't, don't no, please. Let me you, you did throw up on my dad, but no, please. <laughs> stay, you look so cozy like a snug bug in a rug. The bigger tactical error that you've made here is if you have a party where everybody's drinking, is that your house? The only best thing that you can do is you have to, you have to clean up while you're drunk because you will not it is like a it's like walking you know how walking when you're drunk is like teleporting you <laughs> think to yourself i'm gonna go to this place and then the next thought you have is hey i'm at this place that was amazing that's what cleaning when you're drunk is like because you don't the time does not grate on you you don't mm -hmm. feel it you're just like in manual you know you're in you're in autopilot why is uh, the coffee table in the front yard shut <laughs> shut up shut up <laughs> I cleaned it. Clean, clean, clean. The floor was dirty all over it, and so I clean. I there's more room now. Has anyone seen the cat? Oh shit! Oh. <laughs> I cleaned it. Oh shit! You tore the ceiling fan out of the ceiling. Yeah, for ceiling bocce ball. <laughs> cleaned it. Got in the way of ceiling bocce. If you're idiot. if you're genuinely worried about this, just put a put a pan of bacon on. <laughs> you put a pan of bacon on. Nobody's gonna be upset about waking up because they didn't want to. Everyone's gonna wake up like fucking Wayne Brady in that Folgers commercial, <laughs> like fucking doing little twirls down the hall, ready to roll. I'm still BAC one two one, but I don't fucking care. Yeah, hand me that palm olive. Let's get real. Let's go. Let's go, Mister Clean on this bitch. Hey, I barfed in the mop water. Is it? It's probably cashed, right? <laughs> It's probably not good to go anymore, right? Should probably swap that out. Listen, I gotta go to the hospital and get a saline drip. <laughs> I am not gonna come back from this on my own. Do you think fucking Bacon, the Bacon Council, were like a day away from p publishing that first commercial that was like, the best part of waking up is bacon. And then fucking Folgers heard, they fucking spied on it. And it was like, we were gonna go with the second best thing, because, I mean, that's where we fall in the hierarchy, but let's scoop them. Is there bacon flavored coffee? No, but there. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yes, there is. I'm sorry. There's bacon. Ironic, flavor. ironic. Small business owners. There's at least one that was like, "Fuck it, put bacon in it." I think if someone made me Folgers, not, as opposed to the, being the best part of waking up, that would actually be the worst thing they could do for me to me. Because then, like, I have to drink it. Yeah, I have to drink their Folgers, and like, you like if that your fancy coffee, Brazilian shit, right? If your coffee comes in a tub bigger than your head, <laughs> you probably are not eating, uh, having that gourmet stuff. It's probably not the good stuff. I didn't know that's what you did. Well, I didn't. I didn't realize we'd gotten so far above our range. Yeah, then. Jesus, Justin. It's not like instant. You know, I don't think that's what we're working with. But I, I you know, Justin, I'm down here in the real America, <laughs> drinking my blue collar, just hardworking American. From your coffee. from your ivory tower in West Virginia, you could, you think you're above everyone. God, do you guys I bet you even Folgers? grind your own whole bean coffee, don't you? Yeah, absolutely. I do. Oh with a burr, God. with a burr coffee grinder, I grind exactly what I need that morning, and I Ugh. and I and I cook it that way. You Shake. sound like a Frenchman. <laughs> I do like a French roast. That's I knew I, it. That's my jam too. 
Oh, but I get it from nice. but I get it from H E B, which is like fucking. Do you get whole bean or you get ground? I uh, I I oscillate. I switch between two. Sometimes sometimes I'm in a hurry. Coffee is like getting pre-chewed pizza. Yeah, that's, that's well, the same thing. Okay, but whole uh. bean coffee is weaker than pre-ground. That doesn't make any sense. Well, okay. You know you have to grind it. <laughs> this doesn't taste like anything. <laughs> Sometimes I just eat spoonfuls of coffee just to wake up because I'm American. What if you jerk off every morning and okay. like before you do anything else? <laughs> you think that becomes the best part of waking up? Say, <laughs> best. There needs part to be caveats. Waking up is beating it. The best in a cup part <laughs> to a cup. The best part of waking up is Folgers in your cup, unless you jerk off every morning before you drink Folgers. And also, is somebody making bacon? Because it could pretty much be number three. <laughs> hey, brother, so when I have a bunch of people over to drink at my house and I wake up before them in the morning, what am I allowed to do? Can I masturbate or do I have to stay as silent as possible? Can I masturbate or cook bacon? <laughs> You cook the bacon, the crackle of the bacon's fat provides provides a smoke screen, an audio Stupid. smoke screen for you to jerk behind. And then the jerking and forgetting that you're cooking the bacon provides a literal smoke screen <laughs> because there's a grease fire in your house. Worth it, though. Trust me, no one is going to be upset if you wake them up from their hangover sleep because of a grease fire. <laughs> we gotta get out! Oh, no, yeah. don't worry. Give me, like, 45 more seconds. <laughs> You guys want a Yahoo? Die. <laughs> um, you guys want a Yahoo? I do. This Yahoo is sent in by Caleb Osteen. Thank you, Caleb. It's by Yahoo Answers user Steve Jansen, who asks, What song would you listen to en route to eliminate Bin Laden? <laughs> now I'm just being a little foolish, granted. I'm sure those SEALs were way too busy to be listening to music. Having said that, I had to ask after hearing about Obama coming out to the press dinner to Hulk Hogan's Real American. Did that happen? I don't remember that. So what song would you kick Bin Laden's blank, blank, blank to? I'm just glad that this person acknowledged their whimsy beforehand. If, if it's not... Christmas shoes. <laughs> to get real... You want to get real... The world stopped turning... What are you even doing? Because you listen to Christmas shoes and you think, why did his mom have to be so sick on Christmas? And then you also, then you make the leap to, it was probably Bin Laden's fault. <laughs> and then it's a, it's a Christmas shoes vengeance case. Because <laughs> you put on your, your Christmas shoes to put a boot in his ass. Mm -hmm. I would listen to the theme from Night Court. <laughs> he would not see that coming. Um... Yeah, it's got to be the theme to like growing pains or something like that. It's got to be that smile again. I, well, I need something to like remind me of what's so great about America. And there's nothing greater than the fact that Alan Thicke wrote a theme song for his own television show. Now, yes, he is Canadian. I will give you that. I will. I will see that point to you. I think I would compose my own song. <laughs> How would that go, Trev? I think just, I don't know because I would have to be inspired by the moment. But I'm saying, as I take, I, I assume a chopper of some kind. Sitting to get there. in a chopper with my best friends on a mission from a GOD. <laughs> <laughs> my best friend is really a gun. He's always been there for me. Is Jump by Van Halen a little gauche? I feel like if I if I was bumping that so loud through my Maximum Fun earbuds that I got through the Max Fun drive, and like my compatriots heard it, they would look at me like, come on, man. 
have a little respect for the guy. No, I think the appropriate song is No Diggity by Blackstreet. What song are you guys most embarrassed that Gets you, you psyched get up? Un- unironically pumped by? What uh, that would be Gold Trans Am by Kesha. Unironically, I said. Uh, yeah, completely unironically. I'm a huge Kesha fan. Does that get you, like, pumped, though? Yeah, it fucking get It's the fucking jam. Okay, so that gets you... And it's all about America. Like, she references fucking, like, Leonard Skinner and shit in there. Like, Magic Carpet Ride. I really like um, the Harlem Shake song, except I like everything before that drop. <laughs> I like everything. Like, the build-up is so great, and the drop, I feel like, kind of lets me down a little bit. I usually just stop those videos right there. I really don't get that. I don't get it. I don't get it. It's more fun to stop it before it gets to the drop and just pretend like it's a person only I can see. Yeah. And no, no one else in the room is aware of that person's presence. Sometimes I'll listen to The Streak. What is it called The Streak? <laughs> just while, to get pumped up. While you're killing Osama Bin Laden? Yeah, that's like, that's like my, that's what gives me a murder boner. If you're gonna listen, I mean, if you're gonna listen to a, uh, a, uh, What's that motherfucker's name? Ray Stevens. If you're gonna listen to a Ray Stevens song about while you're killing Osama bin Laden, yeah, why oh, would you not listen to I know. Osama Yo Mama? I know it's the obvious. It's the obvious choice. I I don't know. I tell you what, I wouldn't listen to is the soundtrack to Zero Dark Thirty. Snooze fest. Where's the fucking? Where's the right? tr- Where's the trip? You know what I mean? You want like one and the, like even if it's just one tune. You like as soon song when they like, time to time for true shred. As soon as Andy Dwyer puts two in his chest, I want it to be like fucking got him for freedom. And like that's the only part of that movie where something like that happens. Especially if it was just that just a musical sting. So slow motion as he fell to the floor, like, take that for 9-11, you dick. And then that's the, <laughs> yeah. that's and it cut to black. Don't and look, then it got nominated for best song. Mm-hmm. Don't look, Ethel. They called him the streak. <laughs> but don't look. Guitar Zan Boogity Boogity. <laughs> Osama got run over by a reindeer. <laughs> you would have to change the ending of that movie for that song to work. Sure. Because it's yeah. it's Christmas is when it happened. God, wouldn't that be the best Christmas present of all? Is that the mm-hmm. world's greatest evil perpetrator got this taken <laughs> care of? What if they had called that movie Taking Care of Business? <laughs> and he's like, well, TCB, going back to Pawnee. And then, but they can't play Taking Care of Business because the rights are too expensive. And they, they belong to Office Max. They belong to you Office You took care of business. <laughs> You're the one, the businessman. The second song on Ray Stevens' Osama Yo Mama album is called Hang Up and Drive. I bet that's fucking funny. Don't you think that that's probably a pretty funny song? I just want to say how proud I am of Ray Stevens for really <laughs> taking on the hard-hitting issues. Yeah, he's fighting He's fighting um, irrelevance with every bone in his body. You can't ban my plastic bags. <laughs> There's a plastic bag ban in, in Austin. I don't know. Maybe it hasn't reached you. You fucking gas, gas guzzling coal chuggers. So this has been My Brother, My Brother, and Me. It's an advice show 
for for the era in which we live now, which is to say, the modern one. Um, thank you so much for taking the time to listen and and spending an hour with us. It always it always makes us really happy that you do that. Do you want to thank some Twitters? Did we get? Did we get? Did anybody tweet at us? Everybody nope. tweeted at us. Matthew Johnson, Santa Eric, uh, Baden Martin, uh, Drew Davenport, Tyler Matheson, uh, Alan Halterman, Ruben Keller, uh, David Meowie, A. Foster, Justin Shiel. Thank you to everybody uh, tweeting about MBMBAM. Uh, use the hashtag of MBMBAM, and uh, we, we, it means a lot to us. It, uh, throw in the link to our sampler if you can. Bit.ly forward slash it's Bam. Oh, I want to thank uh, I, w- I want to thank Blues Traveler Holy for t- tweeting shit. about us. I want to thank Blues Traveler for talking about how to go down on a woman on Twitter to us. <laughs> If you can, just like I want to keep this, I really want to keep this blues traveler dialogue. I had going. a, I had a dream, like a field of dreams dream about a live show featuring us in Blues Traveler. Mm-hmm. If you, could, so if we could just like keep the line open, that'd be if great. If you could send a link to uh, at blues underscore traveler, and then I think another uh, underscore. I don't think they could secure. No, 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 no. They got blues underscore traveler. Just okay. send a link to our. Uh, Send a link to our sampler to them. Let's just see if we can't get them. Let's listening. just sort of test the waters a little bit. Like maybe- I would also like to point out that Justin has more Twitter followers than Blues Traveler. Wow! Just let that sit. Well, again. Justin yeah. did write the mid '90s hit Hook. He did write <laughs> Run Around. Oh no! Wait, that was Blues that Traveler. Was Blues Traveler. I got him confused again. So hey, th- um, so along, you know, now that Max Fun Drive is done, there's oh, we got so much exciting shit coming up at Max Maximum Fun. Uh, you know, we got Max Fun Con coming up this summer, um, the Atlantic uh, Comedy and Music Festival, but also Throwing Shade just announced a ton of live shows happening in the next uh, like two or three months. They got one coming up April 28th in Philadelphia, um, and then some all through June in Oregon, Washington, California, Minnesota, and Illinois. So make sure to check that out. Go to MaximumFun.org uh, for all the ticket information and to order tickets and everything. I want to do that. I know. I want to do a tour. I want to do it too. But if I could tour and like just do six shows in Cincinnati, yeah, that would be great. Can it be like a reverse tour where everybody comes to Cincinnati? That would be dope because I live here. Yeah, I need my stuff is everyone here. can tour to Cincinnati. And why wouldn't you? It's like the, it's like the staycation of comedy tours, and that's the mm-hmm. name of the tour. I want to thank John Roderick and the Long Winters for the use of our theme song. It's a departure off the album "Putting the Days to Bed." God, I mean, what is there to what is there to say? What is there to say that hasn't been said? I believe it was Einstein that said, everything's been said already. Uh, they're the best. I don't John Roderick is the Ray Stevens of our time. He is. God, don't if look careful. That's fu- the truth. What about a cover album? Ray Stevens' cover album by The Long Winters. And we can call it The Long Stevens. <laughs> this final Yahoo answer was uh, sent in by Ira Ray. <laughs> okay. <laughs> By Yahoo Answers user Purple who asks Is it possible to break your titty bone? <laughs> I'm Justin McElroy. I'm Travis. I'm Griffin McElroy. This has been my brother, my brother, me. Kiss your dad. Square on the lips. MaximumFun.org
Comedy and Culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.